everybody. Today's staff is that pay test in Shubas, that pay test. We'll start again from the mission that we covered yesterday, just quickly, the bottom of Peches on Beis. When a man gets divorced, woman gets divorced, he takes two to part, right? Takes two to get divorced. There's two things involved in terms of her collecting her ksuba. Number one, she has a get. That proves that she's divorced. She should be able to collect her ksuba with her get. We'll see later on what they do with the get is that they tear it up so she should be able to collect a second time. However, she also has a ksuba. She can collect the lachara with either document. So let's say she brings her to her get and she doesn't have a ksuba. The husband might say, well, I already paid the ksuba. We tore it up. No, no, no. The ksuba, you can collect even if you don't have a written ksuba. Many places they didn't write a ksuba. Or maybe they wrote it and uh, um, and and he claims he tore he tore, he paid for it, but that because but since you can collect without a that's not a valid argument. So if she has her get, that's a proof because everybody who gets divorced has to have a get. A ksuba you can get even if you didn't write a ksuba. Many places they didn't write a ksuba because they didn't have to hold on to the paper and all that. But there's no way you can get the and, and she's entitled to get the two hundred. We'll call it the two hundred for the psula, hundred for the amana. She's entitled to it even if she has a ksuba or not. But without a get, she can't collect because everybody has to have it. Everybody who's divorced, you can't be divorced without a get. You can be married without a ksuba because that's what we call a tanai besin. It's an act of the court. You have to have a ksuba. Everybody's entitled to whether it's written or not. But nobody can get divorced without a written doc- document. There's no such thing as like the common law that, you know, the judge says you're divorced. You have to have a get. So without a get, you can't get divorced. So see you get ksuba. She can collect it. Let's say the other way around. Let's say she says, okay, here's my ksuba. I want to collect. Where's the get? Obviously, we're talking about where he's still alive, right? You should also go to Ksuba if he's dead, but we'll talk about that later if he's dead. But here we're talking about where the husband and wife would both come to court. She says, here's the Ksuba, I want my money. He says, where's the get? I paid you already to get, and we ripped it up. Now you're collecting a second time. He or she says, I'll get to you. I lost the get. I don't have it. I lost it. Not a good excuse. Well, he says, no, I'll get Shobri. I paid you already. You gave, you pulled out the get, and I got a receipt. Why did I get a receipt? Because I was worried tearing up the get isn't good enough because I was worried about this case. I was worried that maybe you're going to try to collect twice, once with the get and once with the ksuba. He said, no, but, so they wrote, me a, they wrote me a receipt, which is generally frowned upon, as we'll see. They didn't want, the people didn't like receipts. The rabbis didn't like receipts because you have to hold on to your receipt forever, right? Today, you have a canceled check. You have the, you know, the, have the bank statement. You have all kinds, you have a proof of the, of the payment. But in those days, when everything was basically cash or the equivalent of cash. So to prove you paid something, you had to have a receipt. But how long can you hold on to a receipt? You know, the animals would eat it up. It would get deteriorated. It would get destroyed in a fire, whatever. So he says, I had a shover because I paid you based on you, but I lost it. So who's talking? Or after, like we said, after Yovel, he's collecting his debt. And the guy says, wait a minute. Yo, uh, not Yovel. I said, Yovel Shemitah. After Shemitah, he's collecting his um He's collecting the loan, and the guy says, Shemitah, Shemitah knocked off the loan. Well, I had a proof, where is it? I lost it, right? So, you don't have to be paid. Hey, you don't have to be paid. Because if you have a ksuba without a get, the guy says, well, where's your get? I paid you based on the get. I paid you already. Now you're just pulling out a ksuba to collect it a second time. Those don't have to be paid. When the goyim forbade Jewish activities, anything religious, like having a get or a proof, then she can collect without a get because they didn't hold on to the get. In other words, they gave a get in private in the Besden, and then they got rid of it because she couldn't hold on to it. Then they, then they had to look for excuses and they, they were able to collect without a get and without a, and without a puzzle. But the Gemara says 
in the case of the first case, get, he proves he gives a get, uh, she has a get, she says, I want to collect my ksuba, even though there's no ksuba. Why aren't you worried that maybe she'll collect a second time? I'm going to collect once with a get and once with a ksuba. Maybe she has a get in her pocket and she doesn't want to show it now. She'll collect in one court with a get. Because my, my, I want to get my $200. I, I'm divorced. I'm entitled, right? And then maybe there's another ksuba. She'll, maybe she'll collect a second time. It must be you write a receipt. When we say over here, she has a get without a ksuba, it must be the write a receipt. Now, that's always a discussion. Do you write receipts or not? Some rabbis said yes, some said no, but the Gemara always came out. We prefer not to write receipts. That's the halacha. You don't write receipts. Try to avoid receipts. In other words, if I have an IOU, let's say, you owe me money. Okay, I come with the IOU and you pay me. What do you want to do with that IOU? You want to rip it up or burn it, right? Do you say that? Or you say, no, I'll hold on to my IOU and I'll give you a receipt. Now you have to hold on to your receipt forever. It's better to finish with it, tear up the IOU, right? So the rabbis always said, avoid the receipt. But over here, you have a receipt. Otherwise, why would he pay? Why would he pay based on the get when she, he might say, wait a minute, I'm giving you the $200 based on the get. And then tomorrow, you'll go to another court and collect with the ksuba. So he must have a receipt. The ain't coats from show if you don't write a receipt. Maybe she'll collect later on with the ksuba. Not only that, maybe not on the court from me, but maybe after I die, she'll collect from the Orshim. What happened? He divorced her now, right? She has a get. She collects with the get. And if he doesn't have a receipt, maybe she has a ksuba. And she'll wait 10 years till he dies and then go to court and say, I wasn't divorced. Uh, here, I was married to this guy. Here's our ksuba. I want to collect it from the Orsham now. Why aren't you worried about that? It must be because there is a receipt. Um, Rav, so two answers. Rav, said, Rav says, Rav says, again, we're speaking a place. They don't write ksubas. It's the rely, oh, you said it, it's an act of, it's, a, it's an act of the court. It's an act of best. Everybody's entitled to a ksuba, whether it's written or not. Many places, they didn't write a ksuba. Just as, oh, oh, you knew she got married when she was absolute, she gets 200. She was a, a Baula and Amana, gets 100. That's it. In other words, we rely on that. So there's no, nothing to worry about that she's going to collect us because they didn't write Ksubas. There's a place where they didn't write Ksubas. They didn't write Ksubas. They rely on the fact everybody's entitled to it automatically, but you didn't have to write one. Therefore, there's no concern that she's going to collect twice because they didn't write Ksubas. It was just basically. So what did you collect with? What did you collect with? With the get? Or if he dies, proof of death, bring the death certificate. You know, they have a death certificate when somebody dies, it's a death certificate. So that proves that he's dead. Really, what it means is Aiden, right? Ushmulov says, no, Apmakum Shikosum Ksuba. You could, I'm sure we're where they do write a Ksuba. Uh, so if they write a Ksuba, why aren't you worried that she's going to collect twice? Once now and once maybe after he dies. Ushmul Kosum Shover. Does that mean, according to Shmuel, that you do write receipts, which is something the rabbis frowned upon? I heard directly from Shmuel. This is a shot. This is what Shmuel holds. The Malcolm Shane Kosvin. It's speaking of a place where he didn't write a ksuba. What happened? You didn't write a ksuba. But this guy says, you don't normally write a ksuba, but I wrote her a ksuba. They're coming with a get. Right? She comes with a get and says, I want my, I want my, I want my $200. And, she said, and he says, it's right. There's normally no ksuba, but I wrote her a ksuba. You know, as an as a added favor, you know, the minute is not to write a ksuba, but I wrote one. Oh, so all of love, he right. He has to bring a proof that he wrote a ksuba. In other words, and if he didn't bring a proof, he has to pay her. If he wrote it, if he has proof that he wrote her a ksuba in addition to the get, so he says, listen, I'm not paying you the $200 for the, based on the get unless you bring the ksuba too. Otherwise, I'm afraid you'll collect the second time. He claims it. Yeah, but go prove it. Since the minig is not to write a ksuba, and he says, I wrote a ksuba, and I'm worried that she's going to collect a second time. So we say, you bring a proof. If you didn't bring a proof, you got to pay up. Because the general idea is that you wouldn't go against the, we assume you didn't, wouldn't go against the uh, the Minigam Makam, which is not to write a ksuba. But Makam Shikosvin, 
or Shmuel Seleis. If it's a place where they don't write a and he says, I wrote a you have to bring a proof. Makum Shekos from a place where they do write again, or do write a do write a But Amra, and she says, locusively, the minig is to write a but he didn't write a you ask me when I come to collect for the get, the woman's coming to collect for the get, where's your ksuba? We write ksuba. He didn't write me one. The minigas, but he didn't write me one. So she has to bring a proof that he didn't write one, that Adam were there throughout the whole procedure. The heiress and them assuming there was nothing. And if she brings proof that there was no ksuba, then she can collect with the get. So when our mission says, if she brings a get and there's no ksuba, why isn't he have to be concerned? Maybe she'll collect the second time. Maybe after he dies with the ksuba, she's going to collect now the two hours with her get, and later on she collect uh, after he dies with the ksuba. The answer is, is that there is no ksuba. Either it's a place, like Rob said, where there is no, they don't write a ksuba, or according to Shmuel, it's a place where they didn't write, but he says he did write one, but he, if he can't prove it, we assume there's no, and if a place where they do write a ksuba, and she says, I didn't get one, despite the fact that's the minute, and she proves that there was none, then she can collect. That's the mission speaking according to Shmuel. Baf, Rav, and even Rav, changed his opinion and he learns something totally different. You know why she can collect base with the get on the, remember I said at the beginning, what does she do when she gets divorced, she has a get and she has a ksuba. Normally if there's a written ksuba, so she can collect with both and that's the issue. Rav says, no, no, it doesn't work that way. Rav Hodorbei, he re, he retracted from what he said about that it's speaking about a place where they don't write a ksuba. Whether it's a place you write a ksuba or not, get gova ika ksuba gova tosis. This is how it works. The get entitles her to her basic 200. Every girl who's a psula gets married or a bula, is a, a bula gets 100, a psula gets 200, that's automatic, whether you write it or not. So if she can prove that she's divorced, she's entitled to the basic 200. The ksuba that she collects with is the additional amount over the 200. He always adds on more. Besides the 200, I'm going to give you another 20 million or 2,000 or whatever, right? So that's what it's for. The get With the get, she collects the 200. And with the ksuba, she collects the other 200. Everybody wants to object to this. Go give me an argument now. Now you can't have any claims. I ah, isn't he worried if he pays based on the get, he's also going to be paid on the ksuba. She might collect the second time. No, 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 no. They're like two separate things. The get gives her the 200. The ksuba gets her the tosvas, the extra part. That's how it works. Now we're going to ask Akasha on, on Rob. Tanan, yeah. The ksuba is not written. Yeah. Then you probably can't. Either you can't sell it in that case, or she can write a special document that says the 200 that I'm entitled to, based on a court order, that everybody's entitled to it. You know, it's like bituach lumi. I don't have a piece of paper that entitles me to my bituach lumi payment every month, but it's an automatic thing. You know, the government, it's an act of the courts, an act of the government. So that schuss I'm giving over to you. You know, let's say you can't do bituach lumi, but, you know, I'm selling you that. Or I could. I'm going to get a thousand shekels from Bitoch Lumi next month. So I write you a document. That money I'm going to, it belongs to you or something like that. You could do that. It's not. Misha said like this. Ksuba, man, you get the second case where she brought a ksuba without the get, right? He, Omer, she says, Abba Gete. Uh, he says, where's your get? Oh, I, I lost it. Who, Omer? Abba Shobri. He says, well, I had a receipt that I paid you already. I lost the receipt. Brought a star and IOU at, right after Shemitah, like right now. Right now, today, Vav, uh, what's today? Today's Vav? Vav, uh, no, what's today? Today's Ches Tishrei, Ches Tishrei. Be'enim o'pruzbul. Sh'tach o'be'enim o'pruzbul. There's no pruzbul. Ha'rei lo yuparu. You don't have to be paid because, uh, you know, there's no pruzbul. And uh, he says, uh, she says, I, I I didn't get paid yet. And uh, he says, no, I paid you already. That's, so, so the mission says, you don't have to be, you don't have to pay. Bishlam is Shmuel. Shmuel, 
Okay, what is he shashm? Okay, it's a place where they don't write a ksuba, but Amr Kasafdi, and he says, I did write one. And we tell him that Aminale Aisi Raya, we told him originally, right? And he says, how did the Mishnah learn? When she brought a get originally, and there was no ksuba, it's a place where they didn't write a ksuba. And he says, I wrote a ksuba. And we tell him, bring a proof that you that you wrote a ksuba, and you're concerned that she's going to collect twice, and you can't bring a proof, even though Aisi Raya, I mean, it's still pare. He says, you pay him, and he paid it. And he paid it based on that. And now he says, I got a receipt and uh, I lost the receipt. And she says, I lost my get when she's coming to collect supposedly for a second time. El Larav. So I understand the case, right? So he had to pay it in that case. And he said, okay, listen, I, you're forcing me to pay because I can't prove that I wrote the ksuba, but at least give me a receipt. You know, if there's no, if it was, we'll see, even though the rabbis frowned upon receipts, but there's no choice. Sometimes you have to get a receipt. There's no other choice. El Larav. But according to Rav, Nahid, the Iker, Lokavi, but according to Rav, that says what? The get collects the 200. The Ksuba gets the extra part, the Tosefet, El Rav, Nahid, the Iker, Lokavi, Tosis, Miyatikri. Why can't she get it? She's coming along now with a Ksuba without a get, right? There's a Ksuba and there's no get. She says, I want, I want to collect. But according to Rav, so we said over here, we over there, she can't collect it based on that, right? In this case, that you can't collect based on that because he says, I paid you already. And I lost my receipt. And she says, I lost my get, right? But according to Rav, what's the difference? Because she doesn't have the get. So she should be able to collect the tosefet with the ksuba. She brings the ksuba without a get. According to Rav, the get gets you the 200. The, the uh, ksuba gets you the extra part. So if she comes with the ksuba without a get, what's the issue? He says, I paid you already. What do you mean? You paid me already for what? For the get? Okay, fine. I'm not demanding the 200. I want the tosefet. Who cares about the 200? I want the 20 million that you added on in the, in the tosefet. Why can't she say, I'm Rabbi Yosef, my skin, if she doesn't have a get, what does she come? She said, listen, we were divorced. I want my money. Here's the ksuba. He says, who says we're divorced? We're still married, right? If there's no adam. If there's no, she doesn't have a get. So how does she, how do you know that she's divorced? Because the, how do you know? The answer is there's no adam there. Because he could say, I never divorced you. We're still married. I'm not paying you. Nothing is due yet. He's also believed to say, I divorced you. And I paid your entire ksuba, the entire ksuba. That's why she can't collect anything. I divorced you, and I paid you the whole ksuba. Whether written or not, I paid the whole thing. Because I could say we're not even divorced. I don't owe you anything. But what do you mean? There's no item that she's divorced. After the Goyim prohibited you having religious rights, you can't ever get a prusible, anything like that. She can collect the without a get because she's not allowed to hold the get. The rabbi, the guardian would kill her. Without because he can't hold it. So, but he get a garrison skin. Must be speaking. There are items that she's divorced. He like item. If there's no way to garrison, my what's she collecting with? After the second, she's not allowed to have a physical get. You can't hold on to it because the guardian will kill you if you have a get. So, how are you getting? How are you demanding your money? You say you're divorced. How do we know you're divorced? It must be item that's, that saw them get divorced. Because even a get only works if he gives it to her in front of Adam. Kedushin works with the Adam, not with the rabbi and not with the Yeshiva Bacham singing. It works only with Adam, Kasher Adam, for get and for uh, and for getting married. Do you like Adam and my Gavi? So, so there, there's definitely our Adam here. If there, if there are Adam that she's divorced, so she and she brings a ksuba. According to Rabbi, can't she get the Tosefet? The answer of Shimulio, and the answer is cool of Shimulio. The whole mission is rule of Shimulio. It's no machlokas here. But Sir Master, something missing mission, Bachik, and it's how you flew in the mission. Haray lo yuparu. In other words, in this case, where a woman comes with a ksuba, she has no get. She has no get. 
And um, she says, here's my ksuba. I want to get, uh, pay me my ksuba. Let's say the tosefet. So he doesn't pay anything. Why? There's no item that she's divorced. Why? Because he could say, I paid you already. If you don't believe me that, I'll tell you we're not even divorced. I have a meal. I can say we're not even divorced. But if there's Adam there, if there's Adam that she was divorced and she has a ksuba in her hand, she doesn't have the get, she has a ksuba, she can collect the tosefa, the extra 20 million. The eker and the basic 200, if she get if she if she produces the get, gov she can collect the low low mafki get the low gov. And if she can't produce the get, she doesn't collect. And as according to Rav, the get gets you the 200. If you don't have a get, you can't collect. You can't collect. Even if there's Adam that she's divorced, because maybe she collected it already. But if she, but but if she has exhibit, she can collect the extra 200. That's what that's option will But once you don't need to get any, once you can't hold on to get anymore, after we have Loma, even though she doesn't have a get, still she can collect. So that's how Rav will learn the Mishnah that basically, if you don't have a get, you can't collect. Okay, after the Sakana, when you're allowed to hold a get, you could even collect the basic amount if you have eight of it, you're divorced. But, but, but when it's not a time of Sakana, the get gets you the 200. The Iksuba gets you the extra 200. And in our Mishnah, when the Mishnah says she can't collect, it's speaking about what? Where there's no item that she's divorced, because he could, he has some equal. He could say, I pay, I, I don't have, to, I, we're, never, we're not even divorced. If there's no proof that she's divorced, she doesn't have a get, and there's no item that she's divorced, he could say, we're not divorced. We're not divorced. Or believe me when I say I paid you the whole amount, even the Iksuba, even the Tesefis, because I could argue and say, we're not even divorced. I'm a Lord of Kana Ravasi Lara. So if Khan Ravasi turns around and says, I understand you, get go eager, that the get gets the extra, you know, the extra, the basic amount, the 200. What happens if there's no get? She's not, remember, a woman collects Xuba when? When she's divorced or a widow. What happens if she's widowed? So if there's no get, how does she get the $200? What does she collect with? Oh, the answer is okay. There's eight in the, that the guy died, right? You can't uh, demand. That at the time of death, he gave her a death certificate. They didn't have death certificates. They had, they had um, Adam. Okay, Adam that he died. So maybe what happened this? Maybe he divorced her sometime before he died. It's Adam that he died. Okay, she's going to collect the Ksuba based on that, right? Based on the died. Why aren't you worried that she'll still, maybe he divorced her a year before that. And she's going to collect the, she's going to collect the Ksuba twice. Once based on the Adam, right? And once based on the gay. She'll produce it in another court. Why aren't you worried about that? Right? And she'll collect this second time. The answer is So first Igmar says, and speaking about this, you're right. She can only collect it based on the Adam that she died, that he died if she was married at the time. They were Adam that they lived together. So they weren't divorced. So the Dimusamachamisa Girsha, maybe he divorced her right before he died and she hadn't cleaned out her effects yet from the apartment. The answer is, then it's his tough luck. I mean, if he if he wrote a get, you know, right before he died, then it's his tough luck. He put himself in that position. We'll see the, the we had before also. They never consummated. She was an Arison. They had Arison. And then he died. How does she collect? We'll see. She collects the 200 also. How does she collect? They weren't living together. Based on what? Maybe maybe she'll produce a get. To, maybe he divorced her. They got they got engaged. He divorced her. They weren't living together, obviously. 
And then there's Adam that he died. Maybe you're going to collect on it twice. You'll collect once on, on his death, on the and the Adam saying that he died, and once you collect with a get. Ella, but Mark the left, in a case like this where there's no choice, it's like this where you have to write a receipt in a case like that. If you, if it's in a case where what happened, the man died after the after Abraham, they never consummated. And now who are paying the Orsham, wherever his Orsham are, are having to pay the Ksuba. And they know that he divorced her and she's collecting once with the get and once with the uh, with the uh, death certificate or with the Adam of death, then uh, they'll say, no, we want, we want a receipt to be able to prove it when there's no choice. Like today, when you pay somebody in cash, guy says, I want to cash. Okay, fine, I'll pay you cash because you don't want to pay your taxes and all that, you cheater. But uh, at least give me a receipt so you don't collect the second time. So in a case like that, you need a receipt. In other words, you don't have to say that it's speaking about in the case where the Nisuin, they were still married. And he was still living in the house. The answer is when there's no choice, you write a receipt. If, you, if, you're not, if, if, you're not concerned, if you don't assume that sometimes you're forced to write a receipt, what about in a case where there was no, there was no divorce at all? A man died, right? Man died, okay? She comes to collect a ksuba from the Orsham. The Orsham say, okay, fine. How do we know that you won't collect it two or three times? You go to other courts. You'll collect it from us once. You go to another court where they don't know this, they didn't have rec- computer records, and you collect the second time. The answer is you have to ever receive. The Gemara in Baba Basra and Zion of Bezer talks about Mark Shish. Rav Chista had two sons, Mark Shish and Mark Yunuka. Which one was the Shisha means old, Kashish, and Yunuka is the younger one. Oh, right, very good. So Tosis over there says that really Mark Shisha is the younger one. He was born to Rav Chista when Rav Chista was older, and Mark Yunuka is the older son who was born to Rav Chista when Rav Chista was young, when he was Yanoka. There's a child, which one's which? But here, Rashi says an amazing thing over here. It says over here, Amar Mayav Akshisha, Brader of Chista, Makshisha, the son of Chista, said to, said, Brader of Chista, he said to Ravashi the following question. But before you get to the question, who is this Makshisha? So we just explained this Makshisha Mayanuka. Rashi says over here, um, Rashi says, where's the Rashi? A little bit above. You see the Rashi, uh, um, Mar Yanuka. Kshisha, about a third of the way down on the page. Kshisha, Mar Yanuka. He doesn't even say Yanuka over here in our Gemara, right? It just says, Amalim, Mar Kshisha, Rav Chista. So Rashi says, Mar Kshisha, Mar Yanuka. Shnei banam hoyu, Rav Chista. The shame, shneim, shavim. They both have the same name. Ela shagol, karla, Mar Kshisha. Ulitzar, karla, Mar Yanuka. Is there a Rashi over there in Babasa doesn't tell you. Rashi over here tells it. Mar Kshisha is the older one. And Mayukru is the younger one. Tells over this is the opposite. Mayukru is the older one, born to Rafkista when Rafkista was young. But what's that shame, shame, shame? They both had the same name. Well, this is my lord, my brother. This is my brother Larry and my other brother Larry. What's going on, shame, shame, shame? So I wrote down in my views, I said, it could be that he had two wives and each one wanted to name the, the son, like, uh, don't they all name him Nachman, those guys? Don't they all name him? You know, a guy has 10 wives and they're all called Nachman, you know? So uh, that's apparently what happened. Maybe each one wanted to have that name, right? I, I don't know, whatever. But it's interesting to me. Rashi goes to the point of saying they had the same name. In other words, why does Rashi say it? Probably because why don't you just tell you what their name is? Amar Avram ben Rav Chista. Amar Yitzchak ben Rav Chista. He just goes, Mark Shisha Mayanuka, based on what the father is, must be, Rashi says, must be that Rashi said, must be that they're, why they call Mark Shisha. Whatever the reason is, if Shisha is the older one or Shisha is the younger one, why call him Shisha and Yanuka? Just what's their name? Must be that they have the same name, and that's how you differentiate between them. Interesting, he says. Okay. Anyway, what did he say to him? Amon and Eris Manon, this like Suba. You just said Akasha. How does Amon and Eris, how does she collect her Suba? I mean, isn't, aren't you worried that she's going to collect it twice? Once with the, uh, once with a get. Let's say she was, uh, she was, uh, 
she wants based on she was an amana uh, and once with a uh, maybe she was divorced and she's going to collect it twice or in general she collected from two different courts the answer is because you, uh, you you write a receipt in cases like that but how do you know she gets exhibit at all we're at the first of the wide lines thing more if it's me the we had before mission says like this if she was widowed or divorced so she can collect the whole thing in other words, the, the basic sub of the 200 plus the tosefet. So that's a proof that she gets this. is the And over there, he wrote it specifically. In other words, when we talk about it, so we said it's a tonight best, and whether you write it or not, places that wrote it, so as you read it, it's, a, it's an act of the court. Every woman who's married is entitled to it, whether she has it in writing or not, whether she lost it, whether it was never written, she's entitled to it. So how do we know that, an, um, that a, a woman who's only had Arison is also entitled to the basic 200? Because it says over here, she collects the whole thing. But maybe that's where she's not entitled, but he wrote her. He says, listen, I love you so much. And I want to show you how much I love you. Not only am I sending you the roses, but I'm also telling you, you're going to get your ksuba, even if we get divorced or widowed from Ayerson. Maybe he wrote it. But he came because of love, what's the finish? And if he wrote it, or what's the finish yet? Even though he wrote her, I'm giving you the, right now at the time of the Ayerson, I'm giving you the ksuba. He only wrote it on the condition that he's going to consummate. Otherwise, he wouldn't have given it to her. So we're saying that's what Rabbi Lesman Mazari says. Kamash from Tanakam says, no, if he wrote it to her at the time of the Averson, it means he meant to give it to her now. Dekanami, the Tani Govas, I call, she gets everything. Yeah, Rabbi Shlom, the cost of love, he wrote it to Mishimachi Govas, I call, she gets everything, even the Tosefen. Eliyama, the low cost of love, if he didn't write it to her at the time of the Averson, my Govas, why should she get the whole thing? Manamasayim, Rudisla. Even if you say that a girl from Arison is entitled to exhibit based on the Tanai Bezan, an act of the court. She's only entitled to the 200 or the 100, not to the whole the effort. So it must be that he wrote it to Avella. So how do we know that she's entitled? How do we know that it's a court order that even a girl of Arison is entitled to 200 or 100? Is like this. If a woman is, his wife is an Arusa and what? Uh, and she died, lo onin. He's not, he doesn't, he's not an owner. Onin can't eat kachim. Even a regular Israel, anybody cannot eat kachim. If he's a Kohen, he doesn't tell me. Remember, Kohen is only Matami to his next of kin, but not to his fiance, only if you're married. She's, she's, she, she doesn't have to stop eating kachim. She doesn't have to, and she doesn't have to. Uh, a, a, a kahanas, a woman who's a coin, is not prohibited from coming to me anyway, but she doesn't have to go to the funeral. Mesa, if she dies any or she's not entitled to to uh, inherit her. Normally, a husband inherits his wife, as we said, right? Either a Dereis or a but he inherits his wife. But if she's only a fiance, he doesn't inherit her. Mesa, if he dies, go with Here also says, so here's a proof that he's only a fiance, still she gets Ksuba. Here's your proof in there. Again, Dilma Maybe he wrote her. He said, no, maybe it's making a case. Normally, in other words, it's not an act of the court that every Arus is entitled to Ksuba. Maybe he told her, he wrote her Ksuba from Diverson. You say, if if he wrote it to her, what's a Kiddush? Of course, if he said, I'm giving the Ksuba, of course she's entitled to it. Maybe the Kiddush is that if she dies, he's not entitled to inherit her. You might think that he's entitled to inherit a fiance just like a wife, that she's not. So therefore, we can't really prove it from these cases. In other words, it's assumed over here that it's a court order that even an Arusa gets a ksuba. It's a court order whether it's written or not, but you can't prove it from these cases. I'm aware of Nachman Rafuna. Ravam said Rafuna understands them. Rav Damer get gova iker iker that the get gets the remember Rav said an amenal that a get is entitles you to the two hundred or the one hundred and the ksuba entitles you to the sefet. Why aren't you concerned? 
that she's going to produce a get in one court and collect the 200, the government collect. And then she'll, she'll put it on another court for government collect there. Mind you worried that she's going to collect twice with the get. Like we said before, what you do is you tear up the get like they do today. Today, when they give a get, they tear it up right away. Shouldn't have any problems. Maybe you tear it up. So how can you tear it up? Amra, she says, I need to get to prove that I'm divorced. And, and otherwise, they'll say, hey, you're a married woman. How can you prove that? Prove? We know that you're married. You had a shakel, right? You must be married, right? You have children. So how can you get married based on this? You have to prove that so she needs to get. So how can you tear up? The answer is that Carlina, that we tear it up. Let's say you rip it into two. The Castina Gavain, you write on the back of the get. Gita, then on this get, Karina, we tore it. Labisham to get the puzzle, not because it's a puzzle get. It gets good. She's divorced. Not to get puzzle. Ella de We tear it up so she shouldn't be able to collect the second time. We write on the back of the get. She is, and that's just effectively like they do today. They give her a receipt or some sort of a document that this woman has been divorced in such and such a court. But we, and we tore up the get. Why do you tear up the get? So she shouldn't be able to collect a second time. So that's what you do. You tear up the get. But the get. So Rob says the get gets you the 200. The, the uh, super gets the Tosefet. And Shmuel says it all depends on the circumstances of proof or not. And our mission, we said, if she produces the Ksuba without a get, we don't let her collect based on that, right? Because you can say, where's the get? Uh, the Ksuba, maybe, maybe you paid it already. That's what the guy says. I paid the get already. But if you have a get without a Ksuba, you do collect it. Because he could say it's speaking about a place, and some assumption is a place where they don't write a get, where they don't write a ksuba rather. Or if you wrote a uh, if you wrote a ksuba, uh, if you have to prove it, etc. Like we explained it, I'm an alpha quotation. Well, says the mission. Shnegit and Let's say a man it happens. So this happens sometimes. If this guy's not a coin, he divorces her and he marries her a second time. And in let's say the first the first time he divorced her, there was a ksuba based on let's say 1980. Right? They wrote it. Then he married her, divorced her in 1990. And then uh, he married her again in 2000. And at that time, there was another ksuba. And then he divorced her in 2010. In other words, there are two ksubas, each one written before they got, each one, one before the first get, one before the second get. She collects them both. He never, she never collected for whatever reason. He didn't have the money, whatever. She's collecting the orchard now or whatever. So she takes ksubas, go, she collects both of them, right? Because each one was written for each marriage. However, she takes ksubas to get it, let's say, She's only one get, but she had two ksubas. Why would she have two ksubas? Because he wrote her, whatever the reasons we'll see, let's say he wrote her a ksuba, and that means she has a lien on his property. And then he wrote her a later ksuba in the same marriage. He says, listen, I'll give you another ksuba. And there's more money involved. You can collect even more, but it's a later lien. So you got to be worried maybe he has other obligations before. So that's why there's two ksubas. Get effort. Uh, so, so she only collects one of the ksubas. Which one? We'll see. She has her choice. Or she has a ksuba with two divorces. What does that mean? When he married her a second time, he didn't give her another ksuba. As we'll see, when you marry a second time, it's based on the first ksuba. So now, or she had one ksuba with a get and proof that he died, right? So you might say, what are there two ksubas? No, there's only, there's only one ksuba. She can only collect once. Even if there's two ksubas, but there's only one get, they were both written on the same marriage. She can only collect one. If a man divorces his wife and takes her back, we assume that he that he's under the condition that he's going to pay her first ksuba. As he didn't, that it's, it's only one he wants, his intention is to pay the original ksuba, unless there were two ksubas, one before the first get, one one after one before the first get, and one after the first get, before the second get. Otherwise, he only collect once. So what if, if she had two ksubas, he boy he boy because she be the one. What does that mean? She has two ksubas. So you say she can only collect one. Which one? Sounds like she can collect with either one. 
there were two purchases or two loans. Let's say I lent you money. I lent you money and uh, they're both the same transaction. We're both signed, Adam or signed on the same transaction. One is written in January, one's written in February. So Beatles Shania Sarishan, Rav Nachman or Mishmuel says that the second one supersedes the first one. In other words, the second one annuls the first one. So how can you say that you can collect with either Ksuba? If he added something on in the second one, that's why he has them. In other words, if the first one, you have a first one in January, the second one in February, and they're exactly the same, then the second one, and no, the first one, and they, uh, and they agreed to it. He agreed, uh, they both agreed that we'll use the second one, not the first one, and he has, he has a later lien. But if he added something in the second one, over here he added more money, he added a tree, whatever he added, speaking where he added something in the second one. And as he said, the second suba, I'm giving you a first suba, you want to use the first suba, fine. But if you take a second suba and I'll add some more money, some more trees, some more property to it, it's with a later lien, uh, she accepted that. So then she has a choice, either to either collect the first one, less money on the first one, or more money with the second one, but less, uh, with less of a lien because it's a later date. Let's say she produces a get with which she can collect her, her suba. And she has the suba. And she has and she has proof that he died. In get, listen to this. If the get was before the ksuba, the get was before the ksuba, go Why? Because she has a get, I was divorced. And then she has a later ksuba after she was divorced. That means she's entitled to the basic 200 based on her get. Then she has a ksuba after the get. So that means she was married a second time. There's two ksubas, so she can collect two ksubas. Ksuba, let's say the ksuba is before the get. Because the date of the ksuba is before the get. And Goblet said, can only collect the suba and because she was, she had a suba, she got divorced, then he died later on. So if he divorced her after the first suba, fine. So she got the after first suba, even if he took her back. And there's proof that he took her back, there's proof they were married a second time. And then the husband died. So you might say she entitled to two. No, because when he took her back, he first gave her they were married, there was a suba. He gave her a divorce. She's entitled to her ksuba. Now he took her back again, but there was no additional ksuba. It was only the first ksuba. He only took her back on the assumption he's going to pay one ksuba, the first ksuba. So even if now she has a get, it's valid. And she has proof that he died later on after he married her a second time. She's only entitled to one ksuba because the second marriage was based on the first ksuba, unless there are two different ksubas. All right, tomorrow we'll start from the Mishnah. Tomorrow, um, the uh, slichas is at six o'clock, Arab Yom Kippur. So we're going to go back to our regular time of 520, uh, 10.20 p.m. New York time, Romy. Gotcha, gotcha. Perfect. Okay, tomorrow we go back to our regular time, Mr. Shem, of 520. <coughs> Very good, excellent. Okay. Yeah, beautiful. Marci Matei for Good to take care of you, Mr. Shem.